0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I'm Zen. And I'm Emily. Welcome to another water cooler episode where sometimes it's Disney and sometimes it's not, but it's always fun and interesting. So today I want to start with something that is very interesting in the world of Disney. So apparently, a couple of days ago, at the time of this recording, Disney teased a little bit of a possible return of the Main Street Electrical Parade on their TikTok channel. So I think it it only showed, you know, a very brief, like, you know, the floats, and that's about it. But who knows? We may be getting uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade back in... I think that the rumor is early 2022. Ooh. I love it. Yeah?
1: You know what? It is... Of, you know, I've seen who knows how many parades, dozens of parades or whatever, if not more. Mm -hmm. And the one to this day that I can name and is most memorable is the Disney Electrical Parade. Maybe Mm -hmm. just because I've seen it since I was a kid, but at the same time, it's just so iconic in theme, you know? yeah. There's nothing else out there like it.
2: I agree. It's like a nostalgic factor for me, too, because Pretty sure that was. I thought that was the only parade that ever existed. Um, cause that was the first one I saw. And like the mm-hmm. when I started going, and then I realized I was like, whoa, they have other things? Like, well, or like <laughs> or when, or when I got older and they started doing different parades, I was like, wait, is this the same? Par- like, what's happening? I, I just, I always thought the electrical parade was the only parade. So that makes yeah. me happy that they're bringing it back.
0: Yeah. I know for me too. Like, it, I think that was the first nighttime parade I ever saw as well. And I, my mom had a, I think it was like a, a small record version of the theme. And I remember begging her to play it over and over and over again as That's a so kid. <laughs> it, it was really like, it was a cool design too. So I think that also factored into it, but I mean, I think I will never not be mad. I mean, wait, <laughs> I will never be mad if they bring <laughs> back. Electrical <laughs> Parade. I want to make sure I got that right. Um, and even though like, in a way I sort of like paint the night a little bit better, like ever so slightly better than main street electrical parade. Like, I think this is a really smart move on their part, especially, you know, after they've kind of raised prices and stuff and people are like, are we even getting anything more? Are we getting more bang for our buck? Cause we don't see it. So this is a, a much needed, like, you know, step in the right direction. I think. Right. So yeah, it's yes. exciting. It yeah. is kind of interesting oh. that they brought this one back versus some of the other parades though, you know?
1: But okay, this is this is terrible, but if you were to ask me name a parade, mm-hmm. that's actually probably the only one I can name off the top of my head. I've right. seen a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. But that's the one I can name.
2: Yeah. Same. That's because- definitely off the top of my head. And then Jennifer said, "Paint the night," and I was like, "Oh yeah, that is one."
1: <laughs> yeah, is Paint the Night? Wait, I thought Paint the Night is kind of a wait. That's a that's a this- parade, not the event
2: thing.
0: It's kind of a spiritual successor to Main Street Electrical Parade. It's the one where it's got oh, like, okay, yeah, it has like way more uh, LED lights. You know, it's more mm, like yeah. kind of rainbow colors and and more. There's more variation to the colors versus, like, you know, Main Street. It's like one specific light per bulb and that's it. Or color light, I should say. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. But it's the only one I, I mean, now I could name two, I guess, but it's the one that <laughs> where you, it's just in a visually unlike anything else out there. So, anyways. Mm hmm.
0: It's, it's pretty impressive that this is a, a parade that I think started in the 70s I want to say and then here it is still going strong years and years later you know and I I wonder too if it's also partially like maybe the floats themselves are a bit easier and cheaper to repair that's a good point I, I think I remember someone saying that paint the night was really really expensive not only like for the floats themselves but the upkeep for the costumes and I think even like it's really super difficult for the dancers too. I think. I think that's why I've heard.
2: That so, makes sense. Make it easy.
1: You know, I can't remember. I don't think. Actually, it's kind of funny because as years go by, I s- seem to see the electrical parade further and further back, just because the crowds keep on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And bigger. Yeah. Um, it used to be you. you if you it's funny because now you see people around six o'clock start parking on main street.
0: <laughs> yeah. seriously, And
1: I'm all for it. I'm not, it's, it's just like, wow, they're dedicated and they want to see the parade and that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But so that means, you know, yeah. I'm, I like to ride rides and usually I'm like a quarter of a football field away. That's the closest. Are, have they converted those lights to led? I feel like they're brighter than when I was a kid. They might be. That's a
0: good point, yeah. yeah, Because I think they sold off the original lights anyway, right?
1: I don't know. But the thing is that they they seem much, much brighter. I just remember them being those old um, incandescent bulbs. Yeah. And and they were dim, and Mm -hmm. they were just very – you know what? I'm going to – Someone someone keep someone keep talking. I'm gonna look it up. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they're now LEDs, which is surprising to me. It's like if they're saying the other one is hard to maintain now, you know, this is LEDs, yeah. so
0: I, I think the other part of it too is maybe it's even like a COVID thing. Like I think for all the, the floats in Main Street Electrical Parade, you have everybody pretty well spaced out, except for maybe the Cinderella uh ball unit where you have all the the dancers all together
1: right but
0: other than that i can't think of anything else where i mean you've got like you know the the person on top of elliot and you've got like alice in wonderland is like you know just one person so i think most of them are really really spread out so it's maybe safer too okay
1: the answer is i found it so yes, they are now, there's like, oh my God, there's over half a million electronically controlled LED lights that wow. are synchronized and triggered by audio control along key areas of the parade route. And that's why the songs oh. are always in the same. That like, So the thing is, as you're going along, this they shift the music and stuff like that. But one of the other things that I found was interesting was they're saying that the, when they originally made it years and years ago, in nineteen seventy-two, mm-hmm. it was actually a problem because the performance costumes would actually spark. <gasps> oh
0: my <gosh. laughs> goodness! I <that laughs> was terrifying. just thinking that
1: <laughs> you know they would spark, and a float crashed into the main, into a Yikes. building. And, um, you know, oh my
0: god, no!
1: Yeah, so I mean, uh it's amazing how coordinated they are. You know, it's just like, but anyways, half a million lights. Jeez,
0: that's amazing. Yeah, think of, like, the the um, the blue fairy. I mean, she's, like, right in the float itself, right? So, oh, man, if any of those sparked, oh, that'd true. be really scary. Yeah.
2: It's got to be very warm, too, before the LEDs at least. <laughs> like- oh, that's right.
0: Yeah, because incandescents are way hotter, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad and- they've upgraded. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we got new... New old
2: parade to look forward to, potentially. Cool. Let's take a quick sponsor break, and we will be right
1: back. When you look back upon your life and you see all the things you achieved, certainly none of them started with action. And when you're planning for your next career journey, find us, the University of California, Irvine. We've over 80 convenient online certificates to help you navigate the future, and we're the perfect Sherpa for your next big adventure. Find us at ce.uci.edu.
2: Okay, welcome back, everyone. As excited as I am about the electrical parade coming back, uh, thank you, Jennifer, for that information. I want to hey, talk a baby.
1: About,
2: you guys hear a baby? <laughs> Wait
1: a minute. Yep. Kristen's that? not here on our other <laughs> podcast? <Wait. laughs> Do you have a did you have a child and not let us know?
2: Oh man, I did, did not, not have a child. No, no. <laughs> I had a child during our very short sponsor. break. Yes.
1: <laughs> during COVID, you, you had a kid and not didn't let us know.
2: Ah <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's my niece. My brother oh. and sister in law are visiting and oh, she's, nice. she will not take her nap that is very much needed. <laughs> Oh Oh, (laughs) it's she's in that like phase where she knows like she's tired and you can tell that she's tired because her eyes will start like closing, but then she also wants to play, but she is also hungry, and so she's like crying and laughing at the same time. It's just a lot of craziness. (laughs) But yes, there's baby in the background, joys of babies. We love babies. Okay. But what I wanted to talk about with the both of you is, have you seen or heard of the movie Dune that just came out? Or the book? I've heard of it. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. I was going to – you said that's my topic. But now it's better because there are two of us to talk about.
2: Oh, snap. Let's discuss. Okay. So I had seen the posters, the movie posters, and I'd seen, like, the teaser trailers. But I had – no idea what it was about because I didn't know it was a book. I was I had a feeling oh. I didn't know because it's a sci-fi, right? It's like a sci-fi yeah. book, right? That came out. You, I mean, maybe you tell the background, and then and then I'll go into what I thought it was. <laughs>
1: There you so, go. So um Dune is a series of books. I can't remember. I mean, I believe they started in 1960s, around 67, off the top of my head. And it's a series of books. I can't even remember. There's at least five books or something like that. And it's about a potential future, I think, actually. And it's uh, – um anyways, it's just about – how should I say it? It's Game of Thrones in space before Game of Thrones. <laughs> what? Came out. Oh my yeah. goodness. Okay, okay.
2: That so was that's actually really funny because the way I described it, I was like, it's kind of like Mad Max, but with Game of Thrones and a little bit of Star Wars. Yeah. Whoa. That was kind of my interpretation of it, yes.
1: Yeah. And and so what I think is always interesting about um, great science fiction is um if actually currently if have you guys seen any or heard of the walking dead
0: i've heard of it but i haven't watched it
1: okay so the walking dead is it tells a story about people in this intensely dangerous land right because there's a bunch of zombies and the zombies are part of the storyline is because it's how people react um when under adversity in Dune, they go to a planet that is so dry that just staying out on the planet for like a couple of hours can kill you and just take out all your water in your body.
0: Ooh, and if it's when crazy! You die,
1: yeah, when you die, they recycle you in an honorific way bec- and they take your water. Whoa, your body because there's so oh. little water.
2: That's hardcore
1: that yeah. That,
2: so, yeah that note about recycling though kind of reminds me of um what's that movie that we talked about zen water with, world. the one that was with the water water world there we go recycling yeah. people
1: yeah yeah <laughs> and it's it's kind of like that so the thing is that when you so the planet do i think they, it's dune i it's it's part of the character is because here they're living in a place that's so hot and so dry that, um, in such harsh conditions that part of the storyline is how to survive on this planet.
2: Uh, so yes,
1: game of Thrones, harsh environment, you know, enemies, weirdness. Okay. I'll let you take it away from here. Emily. Was that good enough? All
2: right. Yeah, that was great. So, Like I said, I had watched the trailers but had no idea what was going on. I just knew it was Timothy Chalamet was the main character and Zendaya of who originated from Disney Channel, which is my Our Disney connection (laughs) to this topic. Um, I just knew those two were in it and I was like, interesting. And they were doing so much PR for it that I was like, I kind of want to see it just to see what it's about. But I honestly when watching watching the trailers I was like this could either be really good or it's like so detailed there's so many strange names and words kind of like it's so futuristic in a sense I was like it could just go right over my head too. Um, And it was the former. So I actually really enjoyed it. It was very interesting. Not what I expected because of the Game of Thrones aspect. I don't know why that was so prominent to me. (laughs) I was like, wow, (laughs) there are so many, like uh, there's just so many different, like people kind of wanting to take power of this Dune planet. Um, And then other subplots, things happening. Um, What I did not like, I didn't realize it was a, a series of books. I thought it was just one book. Um, so the way that the movie ended left me very unsatisfied as I pretty sure like the whole internet was like, What? <laughs> like, that's it. Um, because in the movie Timothy Chalamet is this duke who's supposed to take over the kingdom from his father, but he's like also may fulfill this sort of prophecy that they have where he's gonna like I don't really know what the prophecy is. But he's, like, a really important character. And he keeps seeing these <laughs> visions of, of the people who live on that sand dune planet. And the vision's mostly centered around Zendaya. And so you're watching all of his, his visions kind of, like, throughout the movie, anticipating that these will play out at some point, right? Like, I was under the impression that these were, like, kind futurist-like of like. Futuristic, like Prophetic visions, or some something that's going to happen in the future. But then he meets Zendaya, like the last fifteen minutes of the movie, or something like that. And then that's kind of it. She's actually only in like five or seven minutes of the entire movie, which is crazy to me. Oh, but I think uh, it's there's going to be a sequel. Yes, or I hope there is. Okay, that makes it so much better.
1: (laughs) It was greenlit like five days ago or something like that.
2: Okay. Mm. Lovely.
1: So this movie is kind of like the last, um, Harry Potter film t- Two Harry Potter films is they did not even complete the first book. Mm, so okay. yeah, this is, they didn't complete the first book. It's been years since I read this books and I, I looked it up really quickly. There's actually a total of six books. This was not even the completion of the first book. Wow. And they've adopted this twice in the past. They did a David Lynch version of it, and the David Lynch version. If if you've ever seen David Lin- David Lynch stuff, it's the guy who did Twin Peaks.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: so y- you know how I always complain about like, um, oh, all of a sudden, like I lost his name. Like um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, Tim the- Burton. Tim Burton kind of flavors all of his movies. Yeah. The same thing is when you when you see a David Lynch movie, they they all kind of they're all weird. They're just like yes. everything's a little bit off and a little bit weird. Yeah. And so the first movie was kind of like ah, oh, it's just got a lot of weirdness going on in it. Um this one was if I feel like it's a much more straightforward telling of the story. I completely missed a TV show um, that was done maybe a decade ago, Whoa. which I heard was not too bad either. But it was a okay. series, yeah.
2: Hmm. Wow. It, yeah, they did not like. I they did not preface or show that there was any sort of sequel have been, that was going to happen when they were doing. Obviously, like promoting. Well, they the did movie. call it
1: Dune Part One. Did they? Ah. Yeah, I think it's called Dune Part oh. One.
2: I did not know. That. I
1: I think that's what it was called. Yeah, I think it was like, anyways. At one point, it said something like "Dune Part One" or something. Okay, I don't know.
2: They snuck that in there then. But I'm glad to hear that the remake, like this remake, was better or like, yeah, more more well done. I guess because I was wonder, I was like, maybe I should watch the original one just to compare and see if it was like more straightforward or like if they truncated the whole storyline. But I don't know. Sounds like this know, new version was better.
1: And you know who the director is for this?
2: I know.
1: It's his Dennis name. Villeneuve.
2: Yes, the last name with the V. What else yeah. has he done?
1: <laughs> oh jeez, um
2: It's like crazy also, stuff, right?
1: No, or, no, no, no. He's he's done stuff, no. um off the, Oh, I, I just lost it. He's such a good director. He did Blade Runner 2049
2: that's oh, wow. yeah okay
1: he did Arrival and he did Sicario
2: that's right okay
1: so yeah and, and he did some other films that were in French I believe he's a French Canadian off the top of my head but the thing is if you've they're almost the films he's done up till now well Sicario even though it was had Emily Blunt which brings us back to Disney somehow um love it it's <laughs> It's it's like a um, it still feels like an indie film, even though it had a budget. Arrival, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which had a huge budget, but when you watch it, it feels like a three hour indie film in some ways. <laughs> um, I've never seen a film move so slowly, and I loved it personally. Some people mm-hmm. didn't appreciate it, but it had a very indie. Fi- you know when he you ever feel watch one of his movies it, it, he does color in my opinion it just feels like there's a certain type of uncomfortableness and intensity all the time hmm. um and i felt that way in dune as well
2: yeah definitely
1: so so you enjoyed it okay. i'm assuming
2: i i did i mean the storyline was definitely there was just a lot of detail that i was like and the names, because I it's hard to remember all of those like names. I guess. Yeah. You mean like so,
1: Duncan Idaho.
2: Yeah. Right. Duncan Idaho. <laughs> yeah, I I cool. cool. <laughs> um, like Indiana Jones. And right? Jessica. <laughs> um, I actually I didn't realize that s- there were so many other well known um, actors in the movie too. So that was fun. Um, but it was really fun to watch. I guess the cinematography. I feel like was just it made it. Very interesting and because maybe because it was hard to understand i i needed to watch everything so to get all of the details i don't know but yeah it was good i i'm excited for the next movie or movies that come out i need to know i need to know how the story turns out
0: um
2: but on the note I kind of went not like down a hole with Timothy Chalamet, but I was like, oh, so Timothy Chalamet—he's kind of like an up-and-coming character, or not character, actor. And I, ca- I didn't think I went down a rabbit hole, but I think maybe I did. Um, <laughs> where his—I learned that his breakout role um, that made him, you know, big name was *Call Me by Your Name*, which yeah. I watched. I don't know if I watched pre or during COVID, but anyways, I've watched it. It's an interesting movie but I really enjoyed the location or the feeling that you're actually there. So I was watching this guy who was kind of like picking apart why Call Me By Your Name was a great movie, the way that it was filmed. And it's because he was saying that there's a scene where they're at an outdoor cafe and there's cars driving by. And usually in other films, they would put the sound level of the cars down and turn up the conversation. Volume, so you could hear what the actors are saying. But mm-hmm. in "Call Me by Your Name," it seems like they actually keep the volume level the same, so it's as if you really are at that cafe with them, hearing those cars go by, and kind of it's kind of muffled in a in a way, which is I guess different. I hadn't noticed that before, but that was a cool detail. And so we,
1: it was difficult to hear understand what, they, what they're talking about.
2: I guess it wasn't it wasn't difficult to hear necessarily, but it was just it made you feel more immersed in the movie. Mm. It wasn't cars that it's were more like realistic. super super loud. Yeah, it just felt more yeah. realistic. Like you were just mm. part of the conversation with them, rather than like watching them through a screen. Um, and then another detail was that um, I guess maybe this is more common, but um, whenever characters would like look up to see something, the camera would follow them and like follow that viewpoint and see so it kind of feels like that's your head that's moving up to also look at what they're looking at whoa fun facts um and then i was like what else timothy chalamet been in and he's been in little women which i also watched and um he's been in ladybird i think Hmm. and several other things that i can't think of right now but what's interesting is he has a very unique face. If you yes, don't know yeah, that. <laughs> right. Okay, so he has somehow kind of been. I've seen images popping up with him being compared to Johnny Depp's. Not that Johnny Depp has a strange face, but kind of like those kind of weird characters.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
2: Timothy Chalamet is actually going to be Willy Wonka in a re not a remake, but in an upcoming oh, Wonka yeah. movie, and it's going to supposedly going to be out 2023 Mm -hmm. and it is going to be about young Willy Wonka and how he met the Oompa Loompas. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's that's an interesting storyline that I've just, I've never really questioned how he met them. (laughs) Um, So that'll be fun. It's funny.
0: I think I've also heard people say that, you know, if Star Wars ever did something with either like a really young Ben solo or if they ever yeah. did maybe even like, I don't know. I've also seen people say like in case like, you know, Ben and Ray ever did get together and then they had a kid like that would totally be their kid, you know? And I like looking at him now, it's like, Oh yeah, I could see that. Like you could kind see of that either one, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: You know,
2: and it's, Oh yeah. Go ahead, son.
1: Oh <laughs> no. All I was going to say is in the Dune movie, he played – the problem, obviously, if they keep on doing these films, he plays the age of multiple – many years go by during the film. In the oh. first film, he should be around 15. Mm.
0: And the,
1: Timmy Timothy right now is 25. And he looked oh, youthful.
2: Hey.
1: He looked uh-huh. youthful, but he didn't look 15
2: years old. No. Yeah. Yeah
1: and one of the issues people were having with the film was that the woman who was playing his mother was only like 13 years older. Oh. But, whoa. So so I think he's 25 so but the problem is also is that the woman the actress was actually the appropriate age It's that she had to be old enough to father A mother, I'm sorry, mother, a 15 year old, yet she's she's pregnant with another baby. Oh yeah, she's getting 37, 30, you know, like so she could have a baby at um around 40, which is still still within reason, not like 50 to have a baby. So he was, but he has that face. It's just like I was watching him, it's like. He seems a little bit old, but maybe he's young. It, anyways, he just has a very intense, very sharp featured face. So, yeah, <clears throat>
2: that's yes, all. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, no, that's for sure. He's a very interesting looking face. Um, but I think he was also in a Super Bowl um, commercial this past year where he uh, was Edward Scissorhands. Oh, so nice. Another, really? Like, Johnny yeah. There we go. What, yeah. Another Johnny Depp reference. I forgot what the ad was for, but yeah, another one. Um, but just super interesting dude, I guess. I didn't know he was close to my age. I am almost 25. Um he's a lanky dude too. I can't like, he has such a strange face. I'm just staring at his face right now. Um, what else did I want to say about, Oh, what you mentioned about star Wars. Okay. Something else came up when I was in this Timothy Chalamet rabbit hole was because he's so up and coming, like the prospect people want him to be playing in everything, right? Like star Wars in Marvel movies. Uh, a lot, like either as a young version or a new superhero, and he actually said, um, "I don't know how recent the statement was, but he actually said that one of his heroes, which he can't name, told him gave, that the advice was no hard drugs and no superhero movies." So, oh, interesting! I don't know how long ago he said that, but yeah, the fact that he's just upfront, like he's not going to do. Any superhero movies? I think he might have been someone they might have wanted him for the Batman movie that um, Robert Pattinson. Eventually, it oh, went, eventually yeah. went to Robert Pattinson. But yeah, so just interesting where his acting <coughs> career will go if not yeah. to Marvel. Huh?
1: <laughs> you know the problem with superhero films is that you're kind of typecast. You can be typecast if you enter yeah. it's totally. early. It's like As opposed to if you come in later in your career, it's just like Scarlett Johansson. You already have a career that wasn't superheroes. So yeah,
2: that's true.
0: And Chris Evans is more like like I think he did other stuff before he was in Fantastic Four, but like you you think of him more for like the superhero stuff now. You know, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Especially now that he's going to be Buzz Lightyear, it's like oh my god, Buzz Lightyear cemented. (laughs) You know, yes,
1: right. But, you know, once again, it's a paycheck. And if, you know, like some people are into the art of it. Some people just want to be in the, uh, um, hey, it's like it, it's a great living. You know what I mean? And both there yeah. are different ways to go about it, you know, so. Yeah,
2: definitely. That was my Timothy Chalamet rabbit hole that I didn't think I went in, but apparently <laughs> I did. <laughs> I thought it was some surface. You in
1: and you went in deep. <laughs> I mean, we actually... We had to put you in like a decompression room now to bring it back up, you know. Otherwise, those nitrogen bubbles are going to pop in your in your bloodstream. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, you know what? I don't really have a very interesting topic today. I mean, because I was going to mention Dune. I wasn't sure if anyone else watched it. Well, I'm glad I, I stole a little bit of yours. Um, yours? No, Emily, it's fine. The only other thing I have to say is I thought was interesting is I bought a new laptop for the first time in like nine Ooh, years.
2: Nice. Oh, my gosh. What kind? Okay. Yes, tell us more. Details?
1: <laughs> I got that new MacBook Pro that was
2: released. <gasps> the, like, the 14-inch cool. one?
1: I got the 14-inch one. And oh, my
2: gosh. So, nice. Did you pre-order it? And then it came within like, how long did it take to come?
1: Yeah, so I pre ordered mine on the actually I watched the whatever they you when know, the release thing with Tim Cook. Oh yeah, yeah. Then I immediately went to the Apple store because okay, so first of all, I've been using Macintoshes since ninety two, Apple computers since ninety two or so. So I've been a longtime user. Um back then when you used a Mac it's just everyone's like, Oh my god, that's a toy. And I've seen kind of the rise and fall and the rise and fall. And then, you know, I saw, you know, just when the company is about ready to shut down, Steve Jobs came back. And so I'm not I'm a big a believer in Apple, but it's not just the trendy part of it. Um so I use it for work, um, and I use it for play. I make videos of my daughter and such. So I owned my current or past laptop was a two thousand and twelve MacBook Pro. Mm-hmm. Um fifteen inch
2: <gasps> wow, um, I've been okay. using
1: it for nine years now, um and it's still viable. I still edit on it and everything, but it's just was nice. getting a little bit slow, a little bit hot. The battery only lasts for a couple of hours, so I said i'm gonna buy a new one, so mm-hmm. I ordered right after the thing, and I usually when it comes to iPhones or whatever, you know like if there's like a extra small you know like the small medium large extra large i always get like the x the large not the top of the line but like a little bit less Mm -hmm. and so i bought the macbook pro with a max and then i i just like okay i'll go to order it i'll probably use this thing for the next 10 years anyways i'll just get it and then after i got i mean after i wait i started reading all the reviews as they were coming in i went uh-oh, I way overbought.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> it's oh essentially... My. What?
1: Essentially, this thing is so powerful. It's like me owning a Ferrari. I'll just never be able to really use all of its... it's oh, just, man.
0: It oh, is wow.
1: so powerful. It is... Re- like, for example, I haven't plugged it in in two days.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> my God. Really? Hard
1: yeah that's i am two days the, that's awesome. the, the thing is um because it gets something like third, it's gonna crash pretty soon but um <laughs> the battery power will eventually go up but the thing is it has something like sixteen, fourteen, 14 or 16 hours of battery life
0: wow that's
1: it impressive runs, i've never heard the fan turn on mm-hmm. oh my gosh um no matter what i've been doing editing copying um it's uh and the, and it's so powerful that and it, it's beautiful. Anyways, that's my new. I got a new toy. I I was just like, wow, this is amazing. The notch is a little weird
2: mm-hmm.
1: where the camera goes. If you've ever seen oh. them, no. um, so you know, like on your iPhone, there's a notch where the camera goes.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a
1: notch in this thing where the camera goes.
2: <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Okay.
1: <laughs> but – like this, but the screen pretty much goes right up to the edge of the whole
2: wow, yeah,
0: i that's how my I just got a laptop recently, too, and that's the new thing.
2: It's really weird to see the so the screen go that far out, yeah, yeah i'm I'm looking wow. at my old MacBook right now and it has a very thick frame <laughs> around my it's screen
1: like a, it's almost yeah. like an inch to two thirds of yeah. I mean, two thirds of an inch, and yes. this one. Is maybe a quarter inch all around, except for that notch where the camera goes. Whoa,
2: that's so hmm. cool. Okay, so. I have a question for you because I was actually thinking of getting a new MacBook because okay. mine dies so quickly and the fan is almost always on and I'm like, this is going to die any day now. Oh, man. So I was thinking, I was like, do I get the crazy new 14-inch MacBook Pro or should I just get the 2020 MacBook Pro, like the, the one last year. So they got
1: Okay, so they got the 20th uh, I'm sorry, the the 13-inch from last year. Mm-hmm. They have the 14-inch from this year and then they have the 16-inch from this year. Ooh. And so the last year's has an M1 chip, which is amazing cuz it's actually the basis those chips that they have in there is actually the basis of the iPhones. Oh, okay, they came from the iPhone. And even the ones in the current models are the equivalent uh like a powerful version of what they use in the iphones
2: mm-hmm.
1: do you ed- edit movies
2: i want to like casual movies like the ones that you edit for travel after like you travel or things like that um you can get little last year's, vlogs
1: you could do last year's 13 inch or you can use do the bottom end um bottom end 14 inch of this year that's I nice edit between, movies. <laughs> yeah. I, I edit movies right now mm-hmm. as part of my profession. <laughs> and I'm not doing movies like at the movie theater, um, just commercials and stuff like that. And it's more powerful than I need.
2: Wow. Wow.
1: In but fact, then,
2: uh, I was going to say, but then your argument about you're going to probably use this for the next 10 years. So. That's why, why not it's that? not
1: yeah,, and that's why yeah. I got it,
2: yeah, mm. that's
0: kind of what I do, too. I kind of err on the side of like, okay, if let's say this I'm gonna have it for years and years and years to come, let's go ahead and invest the money ahead of time, and then hopefully it lasts for a long time, you know yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. no, i I mean, I did overbuy, and it will last me for a long time, but like here's some of the specifications it can run three external 6k monitors
0: wow that's impressive whoa
1: you can daisy chain three 6k monitors i think with the basic one if you get the the, uh the little bit higher grade one you might be able to do more it can can edit movies in 8k
0: wow
1: it can do movies in 8k Man. So it is just ridiculous amounts of power that will only be used if you're a professional currently in Hollywood. Uh huh. Um, and then there's like a basic model, which is a MacBook Pro M1 Pro, and then there's an M1 Max, mm-hmm. and I got the M1 Max, and I was like, oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it, I've been waiting for this for years. I've been saving up for years, but um. Mm-hmm. So, if you do go with the 14 inch, you just need a base, the basic one. The question is, how much hard drive space and how much RAM do you need? Um, but it sounds like you could go with a base model and you should be
2: yeah. fine. Yeah. And it will recharge
1: did. to 50%. So, like, I haven't tried this out because it hasn't gone dead yet, but the battery, yeah. but you can recharge the battery from zero empty to 50 percent in um like half an hour
0: something like that wow that's really cool yeah
1: Yeah. so like if you have if it's completely dead and you're going to run out you plug it in and in half an hour you got seven hours you know somewhere between four to seven hours of charge
2: nice that's like magic
1: Yeah, my current laptop lasts two hours.
2: Oh, same. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I'm currently, my personal laptop, the one that I'm recording on right now is the 2015, like a late 2015 MacBook Pro. Mm -hmm. And I got like the battery, battery needs replacing notification like last year. (laughs) And I've just been like holding on. That's pretty good, though, for, like, 2015. It Yeah, it's not bad at all. It's just, like, I've been itching to get a new one, and, like, I, there's all these signs. So <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see when I actually get a new one. But Has it been
0: really helpful? hard to find these? Because I know, like, for me, I wanted to get a new gaming laptop recently just because um, I play Final Fantasy 14, and I have an older Asus that I've been using to play games on and you can run a um benchmark to kind of see like how well your laptop does for games and stuff like that and it was like yeah it's kind of low so i thought okay it's time to update but like it was so hard to finally find one because they would come in stock and then they would immediately be bought up and and the whole thing so is it the same thing for for the macbooks or i
1: don't know but all i know is like i know shipping dates if you have pre-ordered they're now into no well into november
2: yes oh yes. interesting so i did look i was pretty close to buying one last week actually um but i looked and if i had ordered it last week it was gonna come in end of november hmm
1: yeah yeah I, so and once, i ordered yeah. i ordered within the first half an hour and it was released on tuesday of this week and mine actually came in on wednesday but considering i ordered within the first Actually, probably the first 15 minutes
2: wow. I ordered it. Wow.
1: <laughs> so I, I've been waiting. I mean, I've been waiting. I was going to buy last year's, and it's just like, oh, that's not quite right. That's not enough. Mm-hmm. It didn't have, you only could get 16 megabytes of RAM. Ooh. And yeah, that's kind of like, that's enough for most people. But like if you're doing editing and stuff like that. So we waited for this one. Now you can get something like. 32 gigs of RAM if you wanted to. Oh, no. It could be more than that. Yeah. 64 gigs of RAM.
0: I think that's what my yeah. my new computer has. And, man, what a difference. Because right now, the one yeah. I, I use for work has 16 gigs. And so, if I'm yeah. running multiple Adobe oh, yeah. applications at the same right. time, it's like, I'm oh, yeah. dying. And, like, the fans, like, sound, like, my husband will joke, it sounds like your computer's ready to take off. Like, oh, my god, That's like what I say, about. too. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, like, the new one I got, it's just, like, like, it is so silent. You're like, is is it on? Whoa.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this one, well, and the best thing about this thing is it doesn't get hot. It's just, like, room mm-hmm. tem- Not even room temperature. That's the great thing. Yeah. And you can have up to eight terabytes in it.
0: Wow. wow! So
1: it's it's nice. It's nice. I you know I didn't spec it all the way up to the top, but it, this one has twenty four cores. Hmm. So you know, like my old laptop had four. Mm-hmm. So
0: wow. oh, that's a huge difference. <laughs> Big difference.
1: Yeah, I think I think this will last me for a while. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of really sidetracking from the Disney thing, because...
2: That was really helpful for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, the laptops are episode. important, man. Yeah. <laughs> laptops are. Especially these days. Like, I feel like a lot of people are either, like, looking for laptops more, either through gaming or from working from home or whatever. So,
1: it's good to know. I love... You know what? I've been using laptops now for something like... 15 to 20 years now and i yeah. just love them because it's just like every, i don't i'm not tied to a desk that yes i can be on the sofa and i can mm-hmm. you know i can watch a movie and kind of surf at the same time if i needed to work you know i could work anywhere i could hook them up to monitors um it's just so nice to be able to move around the house and be i, I sometimes work outside yes yeah. you know so
0: Yeah, I feel the same way. I haven't had a desktop in like probably close to 20 years two or something. I don't know. Somewhere, maybe not that much. Maybe like 14 years, something like that. But yeah, it's like, I don't know if I could ever go back to a desktop again just because laptops these days have gotten so powerful and so good. Like, I don't miss having a desktop whatsoever.
1: So before we end... I'm gonna close this. I'm gonna bring this back into Disney. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently, last week I saw this on Reddit, and they like, there's like someone actually wrote down to the gentleman who brought their laptop to Disneyland and was hanging out in one corner of Disneyland, and he was working remotely (gasps) from the center of Disneyland. Wow! I I tip my hat off to you. Apparently, the guy had his. His laptop out there. He might have even brought like a small desk or something. Oh my like
0: gosh! That. Wow. <laughs> or,
1: like a full fold- no no. I think he brought like a folding chair or something like that. I didn't know wow. he could bring a folding chair in.
0: Yeah, I. Mm, that sounds suspicious. <laughs> or, or whatever.
1: But the dude was apparently he brought a laptop in and he was just at Disneyland somewhere and oh. all he was doing he he must have used his cell phone to get cellular and he was just sitting there all day and just working
2: remotely wow. in the middle of Disney That's incredible. That's that's amazing. <laughs> that sounds that, so nice.
0: Like especially yeah. if you had a pass or something. Right? Like yeah. you just go and chill and man, I'm sure Disney would not like that. They'd be like, "No, me, right? Oh my god. we have to but, ride our rides and buy our stuff." Sir. But that's <laughs> what
1: the dude was doing. Apparently, he was just sitting somewhere and he was just working remotely out in the middle of Disneyland and I'm like, "Man, that's the life."
2: Truly. Oh yeah, that's awesome. That's what Disney
0: needs to do. They need to make some kind of like remote like, you know, magical place where where you can just park and remotely work but in a peaceful place and then yeah. maybe, you know, make the it Disney ambiance. <laughs> yeah. Disney Work Park. Come yes. and spend a magical work day or something. Yep. Oh, that'd be great. Oh. Man, it's so crazy. All right. Well, that was a variety. (laughs) Pretty good. So let us know what your preference is for laptops or if you've seen Dune or if you are excited for the Main Street Electrical Parade. But for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening and be sure
2: to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. Have a question or request? Send us a message on social media. You can find us at Main Street UCI. We'd love to hear from you.
1: And thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Find their career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we'll see you next time.
2: Bye bye. bye.